Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Death Metal Discharge. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. The boats are going by on the river. This is definitely not a death metal atmosphere I'm recording in, but I'm still bringing it to you. This is the Death Metal Podcast by a hardcore kid. I am the aforementioned hardcore kid. My name is Vince. I'm counting down the Terrorizer Top 40 Death Metal Albums of All Time, giving my hardcore kid opinion on these classic death metal albums, many of which I've not heard before. Today we're doing number 13 on the list. That is Human by the Florida band Death. Now this is the third death album to make an appearance on the list, which I think for the time being puts them as the most highly represented band on the list so far we'll see how the rest of this list pans out but this album definitely belongs here and definitely belongs high up this is the fourth album by death in their discography and this is also the death album on this list that i'm least familiar with before going into the exercise, I think I've only heard it about once or twice. Major poser alert. But it's all good. This is one of the albums that came out in 1991 that's cited as turning the tide for death metal. This album came out on Relativity Records for anyone who's interested in that. It marks a major shift in the landscape of death metal but also the band death as a whole aesthetically it's a fair bit different the cover art with the last three death albums we're getting these like hand-drawn images of like ghoulish figures and shit this is a little bit more abstract a little bit maybe a different medium this looks like maybe a painting or something and it also you know along with that aesthetic shift visually sort of stepping into a new realm in terms of the music that's on here the production it's a lot cleaner sounding and a lot closer to the production on the record symbolic which we've talked about already it's hard to believe production wise that this record came out in 1991 comparing it to some of the stuff that is on the list around it like we are getting some pretty good sounding records in 1991 i feel like scott burns is in the peak of his hall of fame run he gave us the obituary record a year before that cause of death and 91 i think a rise by sepultura comes out so it's not like we're getting bad sounding records really but they're very much more straightforward than this from the florida camp and then then the European bands, like they're putting out stuff that's a bit more experimental, progressive sounding, like that cancer record, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on on there in terms of like tonality and production stuff. And the Pestilence record, whose name is escaping me at this exact second, you know, a little bit more progressive sort of elements on that record too, but production-wise, it, it doesn't match this death record. It's just on another level in terms of, like, its creativity, 
the sort of clarity of the guitar tones and the originality of the guitar tones, the clarity of the drumming. This record honestly doesn't sound dated at all. It sounds like, you know, if it came out today, it would still be a good sounding record. And it's still definitely moving away from the sort of like grimier, more blown out kind of sound of the last three death records towards this like super professional polished sort of thing. Scott Burns produced this record as well, which kind of surprised me when I looked at it because it doesn't really sound like a Scott Burns record. And I think for him, I don't want to put words into his mouth, but this was probably either a really fun record for him to produce or a really challenging record for him to produce, maybe both, because it sounds incredible, but we're getting a lot of tones and a lot of ideas on here that I wouldn't really associate with Scott Burns. The production's a lot cleaner, a lot spacier. To me, Scott Burns is just like, let's see how nasty and fucking hard we can make this sound, whereas this record has a very different sort of aesthetic to it in terms of production. In terms of the songwriting, fairly different from the last three death records. Like it's been reported from various Wikipedia pages that I've read. This is one of the records that kind of like decided to take death metal in a newer and more challenging direction. So with that in mind, the songs on here, they're way less straightforward than like Leprosy or Scream Bloody Gore. Spiritual Healing kind of hints at it when they get into like that sweet picking stuff. But to me, Spiritual Healing's more similar to the first two records than this record, I would say. This record doesn't have the same straightforward quality. A lot of complex tempo and key changes going on here. It's also a bit heavier. I think the guitars maybe like they might be tuned down a step. I think the distortion is a little bit I want to say the guitars are more distorted, but like the distortion they they must have used a different pedal or some shit because it's like a heavier meatier kind of sound moving away from that classic 80s sort of like buzz saw kind of noise towards like, you know, maybe what would be on the obituary record or something a little bit, I don't know, like wetter, a little bit chunkier, but like not really chunky, just like meatier, beefier kind of guitar tone. A lot more double kick on this record too. There's not really much of that like the bat the bat the bat punk beat that I really love from the first couple death records on here it's a lot more uh complex drumming wise and it's a lot shreddier too a lot of this is tremolo picking there's not really a ton of sort of like the palm muted heavy riffs they're there but like not nearly as much of the meat of the song is those palm muted heavy riffs as it is on prior death records to be honest with you, I think Chuck Schuldner is kind of like flexing his dick on this one a little bit. This just seems like he maybe got bored of playing the stuff he played on the first three records and said, I'm going to make this as hard to play and as weird as possible. 
But the brilliance of this record is that it doesn't really sound like that from a cursory listen. It's like a total flex of technical prowess, but it's also a flex of songwriting genius because these songs, they don't sound disjointed at all. In fact, they're quite captivating. And that's something that obviously if you can pull off, you're going to endear yourselves to listeners and that's why there's a meme going on right now on Twitter about death being, have you heard of death? They're a tier ahead of the competition in their genre. I think that, like, I laugh at that meme, but I think it's true, man. This band is fucking so good. Like, Chuck Schuldner was really a fucking once-in-a-generation talent, man. That guy was a fucking brilliant mind. And, uh, you know, I'll ride his meat all day. I don't give a fuck. The lyrics on this record, they're a bit different. They're a lot different, actually, I would say. Leprosy and Scream Bloody Gore are basically, like, horror movie shit, you know? Like, oh, I have leprosy. Oh, I'm being eaten by a zombie. Oh, I'm dying. Uh. Whereas this stuff, like, definitely a lot more introspective, talking about emotions and stuff. He's not getting preachy like he did on Symbolic, which I didn't like. So I think it's cool to hear the growth. But that being said, like, the lyrics on Leprosy are exactly what I want from death metal lyrics. And that's not the lyrics we're getting on this record. So, you know, my preference is with the other style, but... I definitely appreciate the need to, as you grow older and mature, to kind of explore themes beyond just getting devoured by ghoulish creatures and shit like that. But, you know, I like to hear the horror movie stuff. I like the juvenile shit. My final thoughts on this record, my favorite songs, Together as One, a nice demented love song with some nice demented riffs on it. Lack of comprehension. When I heard that this time, I was like, what the actual fuck am I listening to? And how is he playing the guitar so fast? This song's nuts. And then Cosmic Sea. Maybe not my favorite song on this record, but I think it's one worth noting just for like the direction that death metal would take after this. Like, I don't think you get blood incantation without this song you know what i mean i definitely don't think you get that cynic record focus without this song i think that this is sort of like the first instance i've ever heard of like getting really beyond the scope of death metal but still being rooted in the backbone of death metal like this isn't like a jazz interlude it's a death metal song but it's very strange Anyway, I love this record after listening to it this time. Last time I heard it, I had so much less context to understand the brilliance of human. This is so unique and so influential, and it's also just like untouchable in terms of production, songwriting, playing. Like, I think this should be higher on this list. To be honest with you, it's already pretty high at number 13, but like, 
I don't know. Like, I think this should be higher. This is a really good fucking record. So check it out. Number 13 on the Terrorizer list, Human by Death. Check back in next week. I'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, one more thing. If you haven't followed me already at DM Discharge on Twitter, feel free to head over there and hit that follow button. Gonna be posting a lot of stupid shit, a lot of funny conversations, and of course, a lot of updates regarding new episodes coming out. So follow me over there. Let's have some fun. Also, give me a rating on Spotify and on iTunes, especially if you like the show, that's preferred. And let me know what you guys are thinking. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.